Hey, listeners, if you are thinking about divorce and concerned about your children, please go to my online parenting plan course. It will help you plan how you're going to parent through divorce and beyond. And I promise you, it will keep conflicts from erupting in the future while keeping you centered on your children. Check it out at lisakoski.com. You have to think about the long term. You know, we get so caught up in the day to day things that go on with in our lives, with our children, with our exes or soon to be exes. We don't step back and really take a look at what we want in our life for the long term. And we let time go by and things don't get done. And I feel that divorce is an opportunity to do something that you've never done, to change your life in a positive way and take advantage of that opportunity and take advantage of that time and think about what made you happy when you were a kid or when you were a young adult that you weren't able to do for the past years because you were too busy and get those things into your lives because we have more time than we we realize and we have to use that time wisely because it's a gift you know and so taking advantage of this opportunity when we can focus on, on the negatives and really get frustrated or we can look at it as you know this is an opportunity to change our lives and really make it what we want Welcome to Doing Divorce Different. Join family law attorney turned mediator, Lisa Kosky, for candid conversations on how to alleviate the fear of divorce and how to heal through empowerment. Now your host, Lisa Kosky. Welcome listeners. I have a treat for you today. I have Jill Barnett Kaufman with me. She is a divorce coach and I'm really looking forward. I love what you put out there, Jill. I love your website and the things that you offer. I want this to be kind of a little mini session for listeners. And I want to help people understand why divorce coaching can be helpful, you know, through a mediation or the divorce process. And maybe talk about the kids a little bit too, and how you help with children and high conflict situations. But before I start, I'm so grateful that you're here. I'm grateful that you're doing the work that you're doing. You're, you know, it sounds like you went through something hard and now you're turning that around and you're helping the world. And I, I just applaud you and I'm thankful that you're doing that. So if you wouldn't mind, Jill, welcome. Can you share your story with my listeners? Thank you, Lisa. I was, I'm very excited to be here and I'd love to share my story. So I was a therapist and I was married, had three children. And we were in counseling for over four years, <laughs> trying to make things better. And we ended up going through divorce. And uh, my kids were 12, 16, and 18 at the time. This is in 2012. And it just completely destroyed my world. I mean, all my children's childhood, all I wanted to do was protect them. And I was actually hurting them as I was going through this. And I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I lost two sizes and people thought I like had cancer, you know, like it was that bad. Like people looked at me and they really didn't know what to say. And I was so ashamed. I didn't really share much with people. So it was really difficult for a while. And then my ex was also, you know, struggling 
and we didn't know what to do. So I hired an attorney and he got upset. I hired an attorney. So he hired an attorney and immediately things, we became adversaries after we had said, you know, we were going to try to do this amicably. And there's so much that went on there, you know, living together while you're going through divorce with your children. It's just, it was really difficult. And we ended up going to mediation, thank goodness. And my lawyer didn't really understand my ex's financial situation. So I came up with a solution that she did not advise me to take. And she made me sign something to say that I wouldn't, that she didn't advise it, but I'm doing it anyway. And we ended up not going to court because I think we would have ended up up in court if I didn't agree to these, you know, to what my ex wanted. And it took a while, but we now have a very good relationship. And, you know, our kids are older, but we get along well. It's not uncomfortable when we see each other. We just spent a whole weekend together with me and my husband and him and his girlfriend and his parents and my son's graduation from college. And, you know, we do family events together and it's really, really nice. So it wasn't, you know, in the beginning, but we, we worked through it and it's become really good. And my kids have all been in counseling, but they're doing well. (laughs) You know, I just don't want to see other people go through this. You know, there's no reason to do the things that I did, make the mistakes that I made. So I made it like my passion. It was my passion to help other people not have it as tough as I did. Your story hit me. I mean, I took little notes. There were certain things that really hit me. And one of the first things I wrote down was that you said you were actually hurting your kids. Did you mean by not maybe taking care of yourself or by the divorce process or by not getting divorced? I was just trying to to jump in and see, you know, clarify that. And I'm sure all those things make people worried, but. Yeah. Well, it's funny that you said by not getting divorced, because I thought I was saving my kids from hurt by not getting divorced and by pushing it off. And I tell people it's not good to stay in a situation that's not healthy. My kids who are adults now tell me that we should have gotten divorced earlier, but I was waiting, you know, until they were older And I was hurting my kids by getting divorced, even though it was the right thing to do. It's painful. The breakup of the intact family. I mean, I was in pain. There's so many losses. You know, you're losing your, the intact family, you're losing in-laws. I lost some friends. It just, my house, I had to move out of my house. And so there's so many losses and your kids are going through those losses too. So I don't doubt that it was 100% the right thing, but it did hurt my children and they are better off because we went through that, but it was still painful. And I think that's what I want to clarify is that, yep, it's going to hurt. It's going, it is, like you said, it is painful, but what would be better for your children to continue the hurt and to watch of maybe not healthy relationship and grow up in that? Or would it be better for them to watch two people maybe, you know, do it amicably? Like, let's change this divorce story, Jill, if we can. And I love the fact that you kind of teetered on the edge of hiring attorneys. And, you know, I think people just don't always know that you can do this collaboratively, that you can work with a mediator. And I like what I heard you say, and I want to just 
talk about this a little bit more too. You said that your attorney actually made you sign something that said, I don't, you know, I don't agree with this. I'm not advising this. And that is kind of the beauty when I work with clients. I call it designing your own divorce. You get to make the calls. I want you, I'm not going to give you any advice, but I want you to understand the law. And then it's up to the two of you to t- come to a conclusion about what seems fair. Is that kind of what was going on in your situation? And, and most attorneys are trained to put their fight face on and go get you everything you can get. That's exactly what I teach people because everybody thinks the attorneys know the law, so they should be listening to them and I shouldn't go against my attorney. But your attorney is fighting for things that might not be important to you. Mm-hmm. So you you can listen to them, but... I always tell people this, divorce is 10% legal, 10% financial, and 80% emotional. And you are listening to your attorney. They should advise you on 10% of what you're doing in your divorce. You're listening to them for probably 100%, which is not what you should be doing. There are a lot of good attorneys out there, but there are also a lot of attorneys who don't understand the emotional toll that it takes to fight for things, even if you're entitled to them. And you have to weigh all of that when you go through this. And it's so interesting that we're talking about this because I love attorneys. I am an attorney. You know, I give legal information, not advice. And if there's something that comes up, I say, why don't you, you know, book an hour of time, get, you know, some information on this portion or have an attorney look over your agreement. Now, I love collaborative law attorneys because they get the let's work together. And I have to tell my clients, okay, now if you go to someone who doesn't understand this process, I want you to understand that they are there to fight for your rights and they don't really understand this process. And I hate to speak poorly about attorneys because I work with so many wonderful ones, but I just volunteered my time at a little county out here and it was in Minnesota. And I spend about four hours working with this couple. One was represented by legal aid and one had hired an attorney. And it was a beautiful situation where I was able to come in and she needed an interpreter. And I was able to share with the husband that she said he was a good dad. I got them to an agree that the dad had some ideas about holidays and I brought it to the mom and she agreed. I came back and I said, she agreed. And the attorney said, well, you don't have to do that. I think it was like this ego thing. And this young man was like, well, I've already spent this much money on attorneys. I might as well fight. So it ended up blowing up and going to court and neither of them can afford it. And I was, I could, I was so angry at that attorney, you know, for, I was just totally throwing in a flame to keep this, the fire burning when it was something that they had already agreed to. So Sorry, just got on my soapbox. No, I do. I've seen it. I've seen it so many times, also, and it's and not, sometimes I I get people after something like that has happened, and they're like, "I wish I met you months ago," because mm-hmm. you know they can spend tens of thousands of dollars on attorneys, and nothing can happen. And so it's really important that people are smart and educated when they go through this process. Not like me when I went through it, but, you know, and you can really avoid the costly in terms of money and emotionally costly Mm -hmm. mistakes that you can make. Okay. So now another thing I have to ask you about, I don't know that I have interviewed a lot of divorce coaches who are also therapists, right? There is a difference there. And I was even thinking, well, you're a therapist. 
like, aren't you self, you know, helping yourself along through this divorce and you still suffered so much. And then you became a coach. Can you talk a little bit about the differences between, because I think they're both important pieces, but the difference between a therapist and a coach? Absolutely. And it's so important that you ask that question because people have to understand. I love when I'm a coach. I love when my clients have a therapist because it's totally different. So therapists work on your long-term issues. Like if you had childhood issues or if you have anxiety or if you have depression, you have a diagnosis and there are issues that they go into your, you know, into your background and explore those things. And they help you process the emotion and really go deep into that process of, of going into why you're feeling what you're feeling and, and how all the feelings behind what you're going through. A divorce coach is so different because we're talking about what's happening now and going forward. And so we're really working on practical things. We give you tools so that you can function productively now. And we also give you tools to stay organized and develop your own priorities and goals. And so we're really giving you a structured way to go through your divorce and we don't really get into your background and history. And we don't have the time to do that because we're really trying to get you from wherever you are emotionally to, to a more stable place so that you can walk through your divorce process and think clearly. I think the clients that I work with that have divorce coaches can save a lot of money. And, you know, it's interesting. I work with a coach and I notice when I pull back from my coaching, my business starts to slide. It's really interesting. But Jill, I want to kind of share a story of my own just for the listeners to understand what you just said, because I think I, I understand what you're saying about the difference between therapy and coaching. So back a few years, you know, COVID hits. I have had anxiety probably my whole life, but I've never really, I've just lived with it, right? So COVID hits and I had a friend say, you got to go on an anxiety medication. I've always been like a very not, I don't want to be medicated if I don't have to. I have like a functional assessment doctor. And I went to her and she's like, yeah, you know, maybe. So I thought, okay, I'm going to do this. And I went on it for a little while. And then I got in with a coach who is now I'm getting certification as a coach through her, which is really fun just because it helped me so much. But I worked with her. And I was able to see my mind and see what role that was playing in my anxiety. Got off the medication. Not that it ever goes away, right? But I, I know how to work through it. But this is the, and I've never had therapy, but this is the interesting thing. And I think I may need therapy because what I've realized is I can wake up in the middle of the night with terrifying anxiety and I don't even know what it is. And then I thought, I can't really walk inside my mind and figure this one out. So that seems like it's a deeper. And just like you said, you need someone to help you process that emotion. Yeah. And it's funny because a lot of people are like, well, I have, you know, I've been an adult for, for a long time. Why would something in my childhood affect me? But it does things in your childhood that you haven't really dealt with do impact you. And you don't have to do long-term therapy for, you know, years and years. It may be a few months and you figure it out, you know? So I highly recommend therapy. You know, obviously I'm a therapist. I've been in therapy. All my kids have been in therapy. I highly recommend it. There's no negative to doing that. 
Yeah. Well, I'll have to let you know if I do that. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be another growing point for me that then I can share with my yep. listeners and my my clients. So, okay. So now I need to ask you a little bit more because you know, kids are so important to me. I think that is probably one of my big whys is I don't want kids to suffer ever. And, you know, especially through a divorce. So what are some things that people can do maybe to protect their kids a little bit through a divorce? Okay. So the biggest thing I tell people is that it they've done studies and the kids who go through divorce versus kids in intact families can come out equally healthy. The big difference in the two groups is the relationship between the parents. So if the relationship between the parents is bad, whether you're in an intact family or divorced family, the kids are going to be impacted. So even if, and and I have plenty of clients who are you know, divorcing or divorced from difficult, high conflict people. So even if you have a high conflict person, you don't have to have a bad relationship with that person. You can figure out a way. And there's tons of resources out there to work with people who are high conflict. So the big thing about kids is you need to try to get that relationship with their other parent to be as good as possible. Right. And, you know, I just have to add too, for some of those poor, you know, people out there who are listening and they're like, I'm doing everything I can, right? I'm being my best self. I'm practicing, you know, I'm not getting triggered. And yet maybe the other parent is an okay parent, but maybe they're kind of an asshole. I don't know, right? (laughs) What I have also heard is that if that one parent can't control that other parent, they can only be an example to their children. They can not talk poorly about the other parent. They can not get triggered. They can handle it a good way so that when those children are with them, even though it's maybe 50% of the time, they're seeing a really high functioning parent, which they say is better than being a hundred percent of the time in a, you know, poor marriage that isn't doing well. So I just want to give that hope to people who feel like they're banging their head against the wall that they're trying to do everything they can and. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of people think that they're doing the right things and it sounds like the right thing, but they don't realize how they come off. And I work with a lot of clients to change the way they word emails, change the way they react and interact where they, they weren't, weren't doing anything terrible, but it was triggering a reaction in the other person, not, not knowing it. They didn't realize that their words could be taken in that way. So they thought they weren't doing anything, but in actuality, they are contributing to the negative interaction. And so there are a lot of tools out there to really figure out how to communicate in an effective way. And the other thing about kids is there are good things that they get from divorce. They get to be more independent. They get to be more flexible because they have to go back and forth between the houses. They have to learn how to have relationships. Sometimes in intact families, They have a stronger relationship with one of the parents and they don't really pay attention to the relationship with the other parent. They are forced to have an individual relationship with each parent and you are forced to have that individual time with your children, which can be really special. So there's so many things that you don't realize that children gain from divorce. You know, I don't recommend divorce if you don't need to do it, but there are positives that come out of it that people don't realize. I'm so thankful that you said that because that is so very hopeful. And that is, you know, we want to share the hope with everyone, you know, going through this. 
Before I go, I just want to let you know some exciting news. In addition to my online parenting plan course, I now have the Minnesota Divorce Paperwork course. This course is going to hold your hand through the mediation process and the Minnesota Divorce Paperwork. It's easy, effective, comprehensive. You will have what you need to file for divorce with this course. Check it out at lisakoski.com. Okay, so now let me, I'm looking, the clock is ticking, time is moving along. So because I'm in my barn with my saddles over there, I have what I call the saddle up segment where I ask you for a piece of advice or something that the listeners can do today for a better life, something that they can take away. Do you have something you've given us so much already, Jill, but is there something you could share? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me that I would would have helped me is that you have to think about the long term. You know, we get so caught up in the day-to-day things that go on with in our lives, with our children, with our exes or soon to be exes. We don't step back and really take a look at what we want in our life for the long term. And we let time go by and things don't get done. And I feel that divorce is an opportunity to do something that you've never done, to change your life in a positive way and take advantage of that opportunity and take advantage of that time and think about what made you happy when you were a kid or when you were a young adult that you weren't able to do for the past years because you were too busy and get those things into your lives because we have more time than we we realize and we have to use that time wisely because it's a gift, you know? And so taking advantage of this opportunity when we can focus on the negatives and really get frustrated, or we can look at it as, you know, this is an opportunity to change our lives and really make it what we want. That is so, so good. I mean, I couldn't have said it better. And I love for people to see it as an opportunity, which doesn't mean, I mean, with growth, there's often pain. I go through it as well. And so doesn't mean that it's easy, but so many people, and Jill, you can probably speak to this a little bit. So many people get past the the divorce to the other side and they look back and they go, oh my gosh, I'm so thankful that I did that. Oh, most people, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So there's hope. There's hope for everyone, even if you're just starting this. So keep that in mind. Do the work on yourself so that you can have a better life after this. So Jill, I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful that I got to meet you. We were going to have all your information in the show notes. I think you have a freebie too. That Tell me about that. So it's eight guidelines for separated and divorced parents. And it just gives you a good bunch of ideas for making things a little more easier. So that'll be in the show notes. If people want to get a hold of you, follow you, where can they find you? So I am Divorce Coach Jill. And so it's www.divorcecoachjill.com. And I also have a free Facebook group called Separation and Divorce Support Community. There's over 5,000 members. It's really a great support for people going through divorce. I love that. I love that you do that. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to check you out on Facebook because I tend to slide away from social media and Facebook in particular. So I'm going to jump over there and check you out there. So Jill, thank you so much. Thanks for what you're doing. And thanks for taking the time to be here today. 
Thank you, Lisa. Thanks for having me. You bet. Take care. Hey, I just wanted to pop in here quick before this whole thing winds down. And I want to tell you about my parenting plan online course. It is for you if you are terrified that divorce is going to ruin your children. I'm here to assure you that you can co-parent really well together. And I have an online course that is going to walk you through a parenting plan. You will have a piece of your divorce done. If you want to work with a mediator, you can bring the paperwork in and that portion is complete. It's easy, affordable, quick, and effective. And it will be part of your divorce paperwork if you'd like it to, or you can just use it to co-parent well with another parent. It goes over all the things that you may not be thinking of when you're in the midst of an emotional time like divorce. So please go to lisakoski.com, check on my online courses, and sign up for the Parenting Plan course now because... When parents work together, they can mitigate the damages caused by divorce to their children. Thank you for listening to the Doing Divorce Different podcast. Connect with us at lisakoski.com and sign up for our newsletter.